Hope 100 fans, you're in for a treat this season. In season four, we will be introducing stories from the Cope 100 family as well as from us and what we used to do. What I did not want is to just switch from what we used to do to something new. So what I'm going to do is give a flavor of both. Because though I've heard from a lot of people that they like what's happening now, it's also good to introduce something new to test and try so you can improve and introduce a variety. So whilst I'm going to continue to do what I do as well, I will introduce something new by sharing you some real stories that people have contacted me about that they want me to share to inspire other people to know that they're not alone. The things that's happening to them, that are happening to them, it's not in isolation. And I welcome you to COPE 100 podcast season four, where we will do that. And this is your host, Leonie Brown. And as usual, I am coming to you live, real and straight with my lived experiences as well as that of the listeners stories coping strategies to help you manage your emotions remember everyone has a story if you've lived it share it your story could be the driving force behind the change to many in today's episode i would like to talk about one of the stories that was shared with me but before I go into that, I just want to remind you who I am for those new listeners that came about. I am the one and only Leonie Brown, straight out of Jamaica. I was born in a tiny village called Lacey in rural St. Andrew on in a one bedroom little blueboard house. Every time I remember it. I feel proud to see where I'm coming from. So when you look at me today, I want you to know, or when you hear me, to know that I have come a long way and I decided to use education to take myself out of poverty. If you're born into poverty, you don't have to stay in it. If you're born into poverty, it's not your fault. When it can become your fault is when you decide to stay in it. We were all born with gifts. So when I realized how many gifts I had, I started to work on them, utilize them. So my story is amazing. It's wonderful. I celebrate myself every single day. When I tell you how much I love myself, it's not measurable. It's off the scale. Because when you feel unloved, you know there's no way but to love yourself. When you're not getting love externally, you have to find it inside. And that is why today I can sit here and tell you about self-love. So that is me. I'm a beautiful, strong, resilient, I'm resilient queen. Striking queen. Wherever I go, I stand out. I used to try to minimize myself because I could not tolerate the attention I was getting. I used to think it was because of my height or my beauty. It's none of that. It's the anointing on me. When you're set apart and when you're anointed and highly favored, 
favored, you stand out. You cannot hide. You cannot suppress anything. When the Spirit of God is in you and that glow and that light is coming out, it shines through the darkest of times. So I do stand out. And I had to appreciate it, lean into it and accept that I was born to stand out. I was born to shine. I want to encourage you today. Do not dim your light for anybody else. Activate your gifts. I want everybody to be the best versions of themselves. No matter what you're going through today, or if someone is trying, or other people are trying to make you feel less of who you are, know yourself. Know who you are. And if you don't know who you are, you try and find out who you are. There are many ways of finding out. Slow down. Think about yourself. Appreciate yourself. Be, be, be kind to yourself. Show gratitude. Celebrate everything. The good things, you enjoy them. The bad things, they're there to teach you. I've learned a lot. So that's a bit about me. And I love to inspire, motivate. I find that this passion of mine, I find I love doing it. And the other day I was on a meeting. And when I checked the chat, people were typing in, Leonie, you should be a motivational speaker. Oh my God, Leonie, Leonie, Leonie. Everywhere I go, the same thing is being said. How can I sit here and be quiet? I'm not doing anything to hurt anyone. All I'm doing is sharing my experiences, my coping strategies and that of others to see how we can manage our emotions and have mental health instead of mental ill health. That's all. So don't dim your lights for anybody. That's enough about me. The story I want to share with you today, it's about when you have your expectations they can cause limitations. So if you limit your expectations, you therefore limit your frustrations. And the first person that actually said something similar to me was my junior brother in Jamaica. He said, my sister, I do not have any expectations of anybody because when you have expectations, they let you down. And I, I used to think along that line, but not so deep. And as much as he's my junior brother, I have to give him the props to say, thank you, brother. You said something to me that resonates and I'll never forget that as long as I live. So when somebody show you their limitations, this is them. Do not expect them to do more than what they're displaying to you. Do not expect them to outgrow their abilities. That is them. And some people don't try to be any different. So if someone shows you that they do not respect you, they do not like you, and you're there forcing them to like you, you are going to get frustrated. So there's this young lady that let me know about a situation she has. I think she had at work because she's left that job now. And she tried so hard to ask a lot of times how she could improve herself. She's asked how she can go on courses to better herself. And while she's been there for seven years, she noticed other people coming into the same job, junior to her, don't have a quarter of the knowledge, skills, or expertise that she possesses. 
and they were put in jobs higher than her. Now she kept waiting and expecting that the attitude of her manager would change. You've seen it once, twice, three, four times, and you expect it to change. Now things don't change on their own. We change them. If you want to be a part of the change, if you want to see change, be a part of it. Don't sit and wait to be rescued and hope someone sees and says something. Half the time people see and they don't care. The other half, they're protecting their jobs and they don't want to get themselves in trouble. Or maybe they're just like the other person. You're the one feeling it. So if you don't seek help, most times nobody's going to help you. However, there are people who seek help and when they get to a certain level to ask for help, there are systems put in place to say they're there to help. And when you go to get the help, the person they put to help you, they really want to help you. But when it has to escalate to another level, those people are not interested in helping you. Those times people dumb themselves down and just step back and say there's no point. And they leave those jobs sad, broken and afraid. This girl waited, she waited. She had meetings, she keep hearing the same things, the same things. I don't know why she stayed for seven years. There are times people stay in jobs because it's convenient to them. It's not very difficult. It's their passion. Why should you run from your passion? Because someone doesn't treat you well. We must remember now, we teach people how to treat us. So this young lady, after speaking to everybody she could and got nowhere, she decided to leave her job. She left her job, which was a very high-flying career that she studied at her degree, after she was going to do her master's, and just want to top off everything. And this young lady also is close to retirement. And when she sits there and see all these other people coming in and getting things that she should have been doing, because she's also asked to train these people who they put above her, to show them the ropes, quote-unquote ropes. How many times we see these things happen, we turn a blind eye, we do nothing. I don't know. But I'm at this stage where I have to do something. I am at this stage where I will not allow myself to be treated in a way that's causing me pain and hurt. I, I used to do that. It doesn't help. I value myself too much now. So guess what that person did? She left and she went to be a seamstress and starting to look for clients to sew clothes for them and things like that. She left reluctantly, painfully for her own peace. So there are times when you can choose peace over really trying to fight for your right. She had no more energy and I can understand. Now what would you do? Would you leave or would you fight? Have a think about that. But remember, you are not alone. There's always someone else or other people going through similar things. So when we share and find coping strategies and places and people who can help us, we can share it with other people to help them. See how you would manage that situation. I know how I would manage it. And my peace comes first. So...
Until next week, have a lovely week. Enjoy.